Hello, this is Dr. Mark Stevens, and you're listening to the Through the Bible with Dr. Stevens podcast. And tonight we're going to continue our study of the uh, book of Jonah. And tonight we're going to be looking at uh, chapter 3. Let's open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you praise and thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your word. And we ask that you would speak to our hearts through your word in Jesus' name. All right, beginning chapter 3, verse 1. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Get up, go to the great city of Nineveh, and preach the message that I tell you. Jonah got up and went to Nineveh according to the Lord's command. I'll stop right there for a second. Here we see God giving Jonah a second chance to fulfill the call that's on his life. And often God does that with us, sometimes in second and third chances. I know in my own life, I resisted the call to preach for a while, and uh, and the Lord required me to give up a few things, and one of the things I had to give up was martial arts. And after I gave up martial arts, and I got the full scope of what God called me to do. And so a lot of times you have to turn your back on things, lay aside weights that, that, that slow you down, that hinder you from doing God's will. And for Jonah, his weight was the hatred of the Ninevites. He hated the Ninevites. They were evil people. They treated the children of Israel rotten. Uh, they were cruel. They were inhuman. Uh, but God wanted to save them. And here we see uh, uh, the fact that God loves everybody and wants everybody saved, even the wicked. So it says the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. And God said, get up. In order for us to fulfill God's plan, we have to get up. We have to move. Faith without works is dead. So many of our churches are mausoleums. They, we come to church every Sunday. We pray. We run around and dance and we shout. We sing praise songs and that's it. We don't go anywhere. We don't get up. We don't win the lost. We don't go into the community. We don't feed the homeless. We don't visit the sick. And that's where our church is at today. So Jonah, like our church, had to get up and go to the great city of Nineveh and preach the message that I tell you. In order for people to be saved, we have to preach the message that God tells us. In our case, that message is the gospel. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's the only message that's going to save the world. Not prosperity, not uh, healing, not tithing. We got to stop this nonsense and give people the gospel. People need to know that Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead with all power in his hand. That they might be saved. So verse 3 says, Jonah got up. And went to Nineveh according to the Lord's command. Now Nineveh was an extremely great city. A three day walk. Jonah set out on the first day of his walk. In the city and proclaimed. In 40 days Nineveh will be demolished. Then the people of Nineveh believed God. They proclaimed a fast. And dressed in sackcloth. From the greatest of them to the least. Now we have to understand something. That when we preach the word of God. It's the Holy Spirit and the anointing. That convicts people. But we have to be we have to preach it. We have to give people that word. We have to plant the seed so God can get the increase. And that's our job, to plant seeds of the gospel. You know, that's the only thing that's going to get people saved is the gospel. After we preach it, the Holy Spirit will take care of the rest. But our job is to preach it, whether they hear it or whether they don't, whether they accept it or whether they reject it, our job is to preach it. Okay. Verse 6. When the word reached the king of Nineveh, he got up from his throne, took off his royal robe, put on sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Then he issued a decree in Nineveh. 
by order of the king and his nobles, no person or animal, herd or flock, is to taste anything at all. They must not eat or drink. Furthermore, both people and animals must be covered with sackcloth, and everyone must call out earnestly to God. You see, when the Ninevites, really, they did it the right way. They were sorry for their sin, they repented, and they cried out to God. And that was true repentance. And they showed it by putting on sackcloth and ashes, by fasting. When was the last time as a nation we did that? You know, as a, as a body of Christ, when was the last time we united in prayer and fasting and repentance? The Bible says, if my people called by my name would humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways, you know, then he would heal the land. Our nation needs healing. And I really believe that this coronavirus that's hitting us right now is putting us on our knees. You know, I'm going to tell you something. In a weird way, the coronavirus is a blessing because it's making people pray. It's making people fast. And it's making people turn down their plates and turn to God. All right. Wrapping this up. Verse 10. God saw their actions that they had turned from the evil ways. So God relented from the disaster he had threatened them with, and he did not do it. I sincerely believe that if the saints of God in America would repent from hypocrisy, from fornication, from lying, from racism, homosexuality, anything that's causing us to be estranged from God, God will heal our land. But he's not going to do it until we do what's right. And it starts with us. Preachers, we got to repent. As a pastor, I'm asking God to forgive me and to cleanse my heart and to help me walk upright. Everybody has to do this because all of us need to turn back to God in Jesus' name. God bless you guys. Tomorrow we'll do chapter 4 of Jonah. Do the Bible with Dr. Stevens. God bless.